everybody. Welcome to another Park Report interview. This is Roy. Hope everybody's doing okay out there. My guest today is the lead singer for Queensryche. He has a brand new album coming out on February 5th called Rejoice in the Suffering. Please to welcome Todd Latore. Hey there. How are you? Pretty good. Just having my coffee and getting my day started. Nice. Are you out, uh, you're in, out in California? No, I'm in Florida. That's cool. Well, uh, uh, you know, happy uh, Friday. I'm sure you're enjoying the weather like uh, like we yeah. all are down here. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I I just walked outside and uh, thought, okay, it's, it's a little warmer today. It's, you know, it's nice. We're not dealing with snow and all the crazy stuff that a lot of people are dealing with. Yeah, it's the one uh, one good thing we have going for, for us down here. Yeah. So, so uh, really, again, great, great to talk to you. I think the last time we spoke was probably around Condition Human. I think I had you on here, which is wow. Already, what five years ago now, or something? I mean, it's I don't even know. It's crazy. Time, time is flying by. Yeah, it really is. Really is nuts. Uh, but I did have a chance to see you down here a couple of times at the uh, famous Culture Room, where you guys play, and uh, and that's you know, always it's great. The- yeah, it's an interesting kind of triangular wedge-shaped stage, but it's always packed in there and it's fun. So yeah, it's always slammed, and you can't find a good place to stand in that place if you're. I mean, if it's packed, you're just you find a spot and you just stay there for three hours because right? you can't move. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just how that place is. But uh, I, I, you know, really excited to talk about the new album, uh, "Rejoice in the Suffering," your first solo record. Yeah, uh, comes out February fifth. Uh, man, you know what? The first thing I want to say about this record is it sounds amazing. Thank and, you. Like the quality is the production is massive. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it sounds really good. Uh, you know, Zeus did a phenomenal job. You know, mixing and mastering this thing. It's uh, and when we started getting mixes back, we were like, yes, you know, and. It yeah. just wanted it to sound fat and clear and dynamic. And yeah, I'm super, super excited about how it sounds. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think a key to this kind of music especially is uh, you, you can make a wrong turn and, and you know, the guitars and things and it can be muffled and the drums don't sound great. And it just kind of like takes the whole shine off it. But when it kicks you in the face like this, it's so much more fun to listen to. Yeah, good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's cool. Cause I mean, I, you know, we're more of a prog side and I definitely go towards more of the prog side of things and the stuff you do with Queen Drake, you know, kind of crosses that, that straddles mm-hmm. that fence a little bit. Um, but, and I don't get a chance to listen to this kind of metal, I guess the, I would call it more of a metal record, but, um, yeah. when you, you know, when you get to listen to something like that and it's good, it's like, wow, it really becomes like a, almost like a breath of fresh air a little bit. It's like, oh, I needed this. I needed a little bit of, you know, I want to smash something. You know yeah, what I mean? Like a little classic metal sound, yeah. It's great. Is that where your sort of, your you know, your musical taste really lies? Is is more towards, towards that end, right? Uh, I mean, that's a big part of it, you know. Uh, I like a lot of different styles of music, but... Um, yeah, I miss I miss like just some of that just stuff that's like headbanging music, you know, good groove, 
um, you know, really biting guitars, crunchy, you know, Mesa boogie sounding guitars. And yeah, that's, that's stuff that I've always loved about, you know, when I was coming up and, you know, listening to heavy metal and different stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's a big part of, of my listening taste and, and what I like to do creatively also, you know, I mean, I love doing the Queensryche stuff cause it's, it's very different from this, but you know, been in the band like nine years now almost and haven't had a chance to, to do my, my own stuff outside of it that I've been wanting to do for many years. So this is a good outlet for me. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to other people hearing this whole other side to what I've always kind of been about. They just never really got to see that side of me necessarily. You know, little, little pieces I did, a song called Discordia with Glenn Drover, and that kind of, you know, shows some of that that side, but um, not like a full album like what this is. Yeah, and so I was watching that uh, making a video that you had put out. Yeah. Uh, for the record, and surprised to uh, to see. I mean, it's just you and your friend, the uh, Craig, okay. right? That's that's pretty that's amazing it. that the two of you. I mean, of course, you can do that with tracking and all that kind of stuff, but you know, you don't see that that much where it's just you know two guys putting out a record like this and there's a lot of music and a lot of stuff going on. So, you know, talk about him a little bit for people that don't know and how you guys hooked up sure. for this. Yeah. So like, like in the EPK, like I say, it's, you know, uh, I met him in, I think I was, <clears throat> I think I was in 10th grade and a friend of mine uh, named Russ, he played bass in this band called Blackwell and like they played the high school talent show and, you know, but Craig was like, he was like that guy that was really good even back in high school. And um, anyway, I ended up playing drums for this band and uh, and we be, just became really great friends all through high school, outside of high school. And we played in bands together, you know, playing around here, trying to trying to make it, you know, and during during that time, you know, the late 80s, early 90s. And, um, and then, and then, you know, when like that didn't really happen and we figured, oh, okay, well, our window of time is, is gone, you know, we're never going to like make it on any kind of bigger level, but we still wrote music together and, and, and did recordings together and stuff like that on the side here and there. And then, um, you know, he's, he's a really great guitar player. He's a really good songwriter. He plays drums. Uh, a little bit also, um, you know, keyboard, some keyboards and stuff. But uh, when it came time to do my solo record, I was like, look, I'm, do I'm doing a solo record and, and you're the guy I want to do it with. Like, cool. I want, like, I want to go back to those days when we tried to make it back then. And I don't want to do it with anybody else, but you. And like, and, and also like I wanted I feel like he really deserves for people to hear his playing. And, you know, there's so many great musicians out there that are just never heard on a, on a larger scale. And, uh, so I, I'm really excited for this record for, for Craig too, just because I get to watch him experience for the first time, you know, his name in the press and, 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 you know, people's talking about him and, 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 and that sort of thing. So for me, it's, it's really exciting to be able to, to see him, uh, 
go through this experience for the first time on this kind of a scale. He's done other stuff. He worked with Circle to Circle, um, you know, doing some producing and some co-writing and stuff. But, you know, to be like a, a, a featured artist alongside of me with, with what this is, um, you know, I'm really, really stoked for him. And, and, you know, hopefully a lot of people like it and it'll open some more doors for him to maybe guest solo on other people's stuff or co-write with other people or who knows. Yeah. No, that's awesome of you, man. That's right. He's cool. just a lifelong yeah. friend. That's a great, great guy and a great musician. And it's just, just the two of us that did the whole record. So, you know, that's <laughs> phenomenal. That's very cool. The title of the album, Rejoice in the Suffering, uh, you know, sort of fitting for these times a little bit. Uh, you know, was this sort of written written during and about, you know, the COVID period, or was it just you started before that um, even happened? That was that was the first song that we wrote, and we actually wrote that song several years ago. Um, and that that song kind of had to do with my dad's suicide, mm. and um, and then apology was. Uh, around the same topic that was like the second song we kind of started working on so initially that record was kind of about his death wow and and that so that title um kind of has to do with the turmoil and that topic um but then if you look at like what you said with the times today and i mean it could be you could really apply that in many different ways that title it kind of could could be used to to fit a lot of different scenarios, but that's really kind of what what that's about. Right. Um, what took you so long to to do a solo record? Just too busy, you know, touring with with Queens right. the last ten years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just you know we're always gone and, until this pandemic hit. You know, I'm gone so much out of the year. Um, and so trying to like dig in and write songs when you're on the road is, is hard. You know, you're tired, you, you, you sleeping in, you're trying to, you know, to get your mind just focused on that is, it can be difficult when you're, when you're traveling and you're always around people and you don't really have the privacy. And then when you do come home, you're only home for like a week or a few days or maybe even two weeks. And then at that point you're trying to catch up on house stuff and, see your family and, you know, just kind of decompress and then you're gone again. So when, uh, when the, when the whole pandemic happened and we flew home from two canceled shows and I knew that it was going to be, at least at that point, we didn't know how long this was going to be going on, but I said, okay, this is going to be a few months for sure. I think so. Um, I called Craig and said, dude, we got to get busy like now, like this is the only time I'm ever going to have that is like this. So let's just focus and let's go back to these, whatever little pieces we had, let's all create all new stuff too. And so really like aside from the title track and like one or two pieces of other songs, we really kind of wrote the whole record and recorded it in, in about a four month period of time. Um, cause I knew that like, you know, I've been talking about doing this for years and it's, it's just be kind of come ridiculous, you know, interviewers a year or two later be like, so how's that solo record coming? <laughs> yeah, it's coming. I know. I know. You know? <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was done, you know, pretty quickly, you know, and just the two of us working together is like, boom, 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 just 
was very efficient. And when I heard a good groove or a good riff, I was like, that's it. Let's move on. Let's go to the next piece, go to the next part. I'm happy with that. I don't want to, I'm not trying to like reinvent the wheel with this record. I just want to write cool songs, you know? And so, yeah, that was all done uh, in a pretty short amount of time. Once, you know, every day I woke up and it was all about that record every day until it was done. Right. So, yeah. What is the process when you guys were, were writing? So is it sort of, uh, you know, he brings you a riff or, or you start with a drum groove or, you know, what, how did how did it go from song to song? Both. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, a lot of times he would he would track uh, a, a, a guitar riff. You know, he would throw some bass down and program some drum thing to it and send it to me like, here, here's what I'm feeling. And I'm like, OK, yeah. Okay, I don't really don't like this part, but this part's awesome. Let's let's stick with this. I think that's our verse. And then, you know, you know, I'll start writing verse parts, come up with like a, a cool pre-chorus or a chorus, and, and we'll go. And then other times he'd be like, here's a whole thing, like Crossroads to Insanity. You know, he handed me the whole the whole song. Um, you know, no no vocals or anything, but like the music. He's like, check this out. And I was like, man, this is awesome. And then like the next day, I think within like one to two days, I had all the, the vocals, lyrics written and vocals tracked. And then like in a couple of days, we had that whole song done minus the guitar solo. He was going to write a solo for it. Um, and then other times like Critical Cynic, I said, hey, I, I'm, I'm feeling something like this, you know, um, and so model after that. And so he modeled something feeling that groove right. so it was kind of a back and forth thing i mean i did go to his house and we were in person several times doing this but a lot of it also was you know trying to keep our distance and not expose each other to potential you know the virus for example and so a lot of it was done on computer or we would skype like you and i are right now and i would grab my guitar and he would grab his guitar and you yeah. know I, I would you know we would just do it this way and uh, and it just worked out, you know. It wasn't wasn't hard at all, to be honest. No, that's that's cool. I mean, I actually had written down uh, to ask you about Crossroads because uh, that that's been one of my favorite songs off the record. A very maybe that might be the most Queensrÿche kind of ish song. I think maybe um, on there, but it sounds really cool. I love that kind of the you know the the mellow verses and the, the whole kind of vibe of that song. It's very cool. It's yeah. Out. That's, um, I think that's going to be a favored song on the record. Yeah. Just among like m most, you know, more people. Um, and we have a video shot for that. Nice. So, so that's, that's going to, what we have a, a couple other videos still to put out that are done, but, um, there's a video for that song that's going to be coming out. So yeah, that's, uh, you know, uh, I remember Zeus was because I have Zeus here and, and Michael's here at my house. Um, and Zeus was saying, dude, nobody puts out ballads anymore. You know, when you did it, you know, everybody's, right. you know, just doing this. And here you are putting out like a ballad that most people don't do anymore in that kind of stuff in that genre. Yeah. I was like, you know, how could you not want to do that? This is this is. No, it's true, man. It's kind of oh, weird. I was yeah. thinking about like. The just even like the guitar riff, you know, is sort of mm -hmm. like a lost art in a way. You know what I mean? And yeah. Just, 
building just writing a kick-ass riff and building a song around it like not yeah. even, not enough people are doing just that even i i agree yeah i mean i i don't a lot of the stuff you know some people will be like oh what does your music sound like oh i can't describe it you know you could describe it but i i listen to a lot of what's coming out because i'm you know i just i'm always checking other record labels and I'll go to their their YouTube to see what they're putting out like every day or every couple of days. And there's, you know, great stuff out there, but I'm not hearing anything, honestly, that sounds like this record. Yeah. Um, either they're the music's thrashy and it's it's kind of screaming the whole time, or you know, you're not hearing like that variety of of vocals of the singing. And uh to me, I think it really does kind of take make this record stand out a little differently than a lot of the releases that I'm hearing just because of that versatility. And it's like, oh, here's a thrash thing, but then here's this pretty melodic vocal part. You usually don't hear that from a thrash band. And so, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of its own animal and just wanted to write songs that I missed hearing, uh, you know, from the eighties and nineties, like just, just cool heavy metal songs, like different aspects of, of that of music that that I always liked and it's like oh you know I want to do a song like this and we yeah. just did it we yeah, weren't no, thinking I agree like, man it, it comes across and like I said it's a fun record it really is and you know it's great to just blast cool. um you you must be dying though that you can't go out on the road and play some shows with it right I mean that's got to be killing you um you know I I I do like touring I I I love the camaraderie of of the band and being with the guys and you know performing obviously you know and earning a paycheck you know getting paid um you know so not having done that for 10 11 months is is something that we're not used to but um you know eventually i'd like to play some live shows with this stuff you know once touring opens and and obviously queen drake's my number one priority so that that'll always come first but if there's ever some pockets of time where Queensryche is off for a couple of weeks and maybe there's an opportunity to play a show or a couple shows, you know, um, for this stuff, you know, it's something I, I would love, love to do it, you know, at some point, you know, I think, I think it would be a lot of fun to, to play my own stuff, you know, uh, in front of a live audience. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, I would say you could be the opening band, but, uh, you're already, you know, destroying your voice <laughs> singing the Queensryche stuff. Oh my God. That'd be a brutal, brutal night of singing. I, I could do it. I mean, I can go from scratchy to clean and scratchy to clean, but you know, this this record was definitely, um, you know, it's it would not be easy. I don't think for anybody to sing this record live. You know, it's it's uh, and and you know when I do a recording, I always do it just for the for the album first. I you know, some people are like, oh, I'll never record anything I can't do live, and I'm like, nah. You know, if I if I can hit an awesome scream or do something that I might not be able to do every single night, but but I captured it and I did do it live and right. it just sounds awesome, like the end of Cemetery Gates. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, I've seen Pantera live and there were, you know, I don't think I ever saw him hit that high note, the that thing at the end. But every time I put the CD in and it does, I'm like, yes, you know. So the record lasts forever. Yeah, and, that's a good point. So, I agree. Yeah, you know, I uh, always try to do what I think is 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 the best. You're good. That Zeus 
getting ready to make some coffee and breakfast. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I always try to do what, what is better for the record. And then I try to figure out how to do it live later. Yeah. So yeah. what else, uh, you know, everybody's busy making different records and doing things or sometimes putting out multiple records. I mean, is there any other stuff going on in your world? Is, is Queensryche writing at the moment? I mean, any, any other plans going on? Yeah. So, so, uh, Michael flew down from Seattle to come down here for about a week. Um, just to get out of there. And I was, you know, Zeus and us, we always talk about, well, we need to get in a room like the old days and, and, you know, right that way instead of everything being through a computer and it just, you know, and uh, <clears throat> so Michael had some time where he could cut out of there and come down here. And I said, look, I'm, I'm safe. I don't go anywhere. It, you know, and uh, everybody got tested before they came and everybody was negative and cool and safe. So, um, and then Zeus said, well, you know, dude, let me come down and I can kind of, let's get the ball he can help move things forward because he can record while we're creating ideas in real time. And then we don't have to worry about manning the computer. You know, he can just do that and, and also start producing from the beginning. So we're writing Casey will be here today because he lives about he lives in Tampa. So he's not too far away. So Casey's been coming over and and playing drums and stuff in the studio with, you know, shaping up these new ideas. And so we're, you know, doing that. And, uh, you know, starting to write a new Queensryche album. Nice. So, yeah, it's it's good. You know, I'm glad that mine is done. And now now that the Queensryche guys are like, you know, Eddie's home writing, Parker's got ideas, and everybody's kind of individually doing things. But it's all starting to come together now. And, uh, you know, we, we want to make sure that this is right. So, as, as, you know, a lot of people already have records done and written. And we were just like, you know, everybody's trying to figure out the world right now, right? It's a weird time where you can't go out and do things. And yeah, personally, it's 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 also challenging because your whole world is is turned around. But uh, yeah, so Queensryche's writing, and that's all good. Awesome, man. Well, looking forward to that. And yeah, uh, yeah I'll let you go, man. Go have some breakfast. And uh, thanks again. Always good to chat. Rejoice in the suffering. February fifth killer record everybody check it out and uh Thank all right you. man we'll see you soon hopefully on the road one day yeah we'll see you down there in fort lauderdale again all right man all right have a good day bud you too take it easy take care bye thanks to todd for the interview his new album rejoice in the suffering is out on february 5th we're going to close with a track off the album called crossroads to insanity for upcoming news and interviews please check the Report.com. follow us on facebook at the Prague Report on twitter and instagram Download the podcast on all our podcast networks and follow us on YouTube. Thanks. Stuck inside these four walls. Still talking round circles, feeling so alone. My body sits in disbelief. Sanity
drive.